Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. The Biden administration, it, the, the lies, they're now lying about the lies they lied about last week and then lying about that lying as well. They just can't seem to get their arms around this whole telling the truth thing. The situations that generated even worse in Afghanistan, I got that. I've also got video of Joe Biden's Really, really bad day yesterday. Do you guys know this? They don't call tornadoes tornadoes anymore. Huh? I'm not really sure. I Don't ask questions, Armacost. Mm. It's too early in the show. It's <laughs> okay. a Joe Biden segment. I still haven't woken up yet, so don't ask too many complicated questions. We haven't even gotten into sponsors yet. I don't know what you call tornadoes. After all, it is Joe Bidenese. So who knows? Let's get right to it. Also, more ivermectin coronavirus madness. The media cannot remember the approved narratives. You will talk about the masks and the vaccine. You mention anything else. You are to be immediately crushed by the media, even at the expense of their own credibility, which happened yet again. Another story. This one's almost worse than the Oklahoma story from yesterday. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. survival rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Let's go. Yes, All right. <laughs> there you go. Joe was a little burned out yesterday. A little burned. He had to burn it all off from an extra day off on Monday. So tanks a little low. But Joe Biden had a really bad. I usually don't start that. I like to start the shows uh, with more you know, detailed kind of in-depth commentary. So, but sometimes you just gotta, eh. you just gotta lace into your political opponents because the, you know, when, when an enemy's destroying themselves, just let them do it. Right. So here's Joe Biden, this hapless corrupt fool in the white house. He had a really awful day yesterday, traveled up to the Northeast to visit some of the destruction from hurricane Ida. And there's three things I want to point out in this uh, little montage put together by uh, someone on social media. Do you, what was the name? Do you know, Guy? Brianna Morell, Morello, hat tip, Brianna, Brianna Mortello, nice job, Morello, sorry, nice job. So Joe Biden says here that, um, notice the date he says, 2020, then he talks about tornadoes, then he tells a kid, as a kid, if you're listening on audio, the kid's like nine, not to jump, and then you'll see at the end about the leave behind, check this out going to deal with climate change and and have zero emissions net emissions by 2050 by 2020 make sure all our electricity is zero emissions you know the 
looks like a tornado, they don't call them that anymore, that hit the crops and, and wetlands in the middle of the country, in, in Iowa, in Nevada, and I mean, it's just across the board. Thank you. And don't jump. <laughs> All right. None of them were shouting or complaining. Every one of them were thanking me as if it was something special. I mean it sincerely that I was here. So Joe Biden says, yeah, yeah, that's definitely a Motley. I'm yep. sorry. I should, I should have let yeah. you just play with that, the Motley first. I, really, I didn't give you enough of a grace period. That's totally on <laughs> that's me. Cool. So Joe Biden stopped emissions by 2020. Uh, that's weird because checking my calendar, it's uh, September of 2021. So uh, <laughs> he did that. Then uh, Joe Biden says they don't call them tornadoes anymore. I was unaware of this. Uh, Guy, you, you speak Spanish, right? What's, do you know the word for tornado by any shit? <laughs> he brings up a good point, Joe. They're called Tornade X. That is the politically correct version for a tornado, like Latino. That was very clever. You're actually very funny. I did not plan that. Tornade X, very good. And then he tells him, what, like a nine-year-old um, not to jump, and all the Democrats are like, <laughs> you're so funny. Like, uh, uh, crusty the clothes. <laughs> I mean, what a bunch of morons. And then he says, Everybody loves me here, um, except the two guys who don't love him, uh, who are yelling at him, and he deserves it. Why did he leave Americans behind in Afghanistan? So Joe Biden had a really, really bad day yesterday. America's having a really bad year so far with Joe Biden in charge as hapless, corrupt, senile fool in the White House. As Donald Trump pointed out yesterday as well in my interview with him on the radio show, I hope you caught it. Folks, ignore these buffoons and get back to living. I mean it. I said it yesterday in the beginning of the show. I titled yesterday's show, and it was not my effort to be overly optimistic to make you feel good. It's not one of those things where I know death is coming, and I'm like, oh, let's just make it nice for people and tell them it'll be okay. No, I really mean it. I swear, I feel like there is an American renaissance coming. I feel like sometimes we need to hit rock bottom. We really do. We need to see it. We need to see how bad it is so we can, I don't want to like wax philosophic. I'm not trying to be like freaking Plato here. I'm just saying like sometimes you don't know how great and majestic the peak of the mountain is until you're sitting in the valley and you're like, holy gosh, like that mountain's really tall. I think we're hitting that, that, that trough right now. Really? I think we're at the bottom. And I think a generation of Americans who may not have been liberty-loving patriots in the past, but may have been apathetic about a lot of things. I think they're waking up and saying, you know, I miss the country I had, even with the mean tweets. I played yesterday a whole litany of college football games. Kids welcoming themselves back to life and life welcoming kids and young men and women back. Welcome back. We missed you. Here's another one I missed, and forgive me. All of you University of Michigan students out there, good for you. This is a, I, I had to cut it down for the sake of time, but apparently they play, um, there's a song by, I think it's the Killers called Mr. Brightside. They play this at University of Michigan football games. And this happened this weekend too. Here are a bunch of students, again, welcoming themselves back to living. It's good to have you. We missed you. Check this out.
Ironically, a song called Mr. Brightside. Welcome back, young men and women. It's good to see you. Enjoy your lives. Ignore these buffoons. Do the smart thing. Wash your hands. Stay away from sick people. Go out and live your lives. You're not going to get a rerun. Take it from me. We don't need to relitigate yesterday's show. From someone who had a scare. When the, the expiration date we all have, you think it's revealed to you what day it is? All of a sudden, you start to see things totally different. Do not forfeit. You will regret it the rest of your lives. Life is really, really tough. There's a ton of ups and downs. You better really enjoy the ups when you get them and can grab them. Don't listen to these buffoons. Here are the woke scold losers at CNN who want to sit in, they want to sit in like caves, roll a rock in front of the door. They want to sit there in darkness with no air supply because, my gosh, a virus could get it. Here are the CNN woke scolds yesterday with Fauci on their show. Oh, my gosh, people went to a college football game. We can't have any of that. Keep in mind, this has nothing to do with anything other than conservatives are the ones right now telling people, hey, Yes, it's a dangerous virus. Yes, people have died. People, More people will die. But we, it's not going anywhere. We've got to live our lives. That's the only reason CNN wants you miserable, because conservatives said the opposite. That is it. Check this out. Or even though this surge is even worse in some states and in some parts of the country than at any other time during the pandemic, we are seeing relatively normal life, like packed football stadiums this weekend. This morning, Dr. Anthony Fauci expressed concern about that here on CNN. Listen. No, I don't think it's smart. I think when you're dealing particularly in, if you know, outdoors is always better than indoors. But even when you have such a congregate setting of people close together, first, you should be vaccinated. And when you do have congregate settings, particularly indoors, you should be wearing a mask. I just can't get over the pictures of those outdoor stadiums. Dr. Schaffner, even if, you know, these events are happening outdoors, are crowds like that safe? Uh, uh, these people are complete buffoons. They're morons. Understand when Barack Obama had his party, as he just pointed out, of sophisticated vaccinated people. Remember that commentary? Nobody said a damn thing. Nobody said anything. But guys, ladies out there, please, I'm begging you, live your lives. You will not get a repeat. If you are taking your life advice from CNN, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. These people don't care about you at all. They are out there unmasked, doing whatever they're doing, partying up a storm, partying with Barack Obama, doing the cha-cha-cha Obama on his his vineyard, multi-million dollar mansion. They don't care about you. Live your lives. I promise you, the people on CNN, Fauci and otherwise, are living theirs. I promise you they're doing that. They don't care about you. Ignore them. Live your lives. There are no do-overs, none. Every second loss will never, ever, ever come back. Live your lives. Speaking of media buffoonery, MSNBC, man, they really, they, they really hate kids. They can't stand kids. I mean, my gosh, when they're not arguing for, you know, whacking kids in the womb, keeping kids out of school, rocking the deuce on kids, the double mask uh, when they're not want to keep them in bubbles while they're playing instruments. I mean, MSNBC really hates your kids. Here's a deranged segment on MSNBC where some guy with uh, 
I, I mean, really a fascinating uh, hairstyle. It's very nice. It's a, it's actually pretty cool <laughs> hair, right? I'm serious. I have pretty cool hair. But he's kind of crazy. A nice looking hair. But uh, he's kind of crazy. I don't know this guy. But screaming on MSNBC to Joy Reid, believe me, Joy Reid would have taken a gold today. But because she had very little input other than a couple head nods in this segment, she may hold out the rest of the week. We're waiting, though. One more thing from Joy Reid. She goes to the gold. Although Stelter did something dumb today, too. Maybe we'll get to that later. But here's a guy screaming like a crazy person on MSNBC that we should federalize doctors to go into Texas, pursuant to the Texas heartbeat bill, saving kids in the womb, they should federalize doctors, send them into Texas like an invading army to abort kids everywhere. This is not fun. I'm sorry. This is the, it's not the subject is dead serious. I'm really sure. But these people are crazy. They are crazy people. Check this person out. We need to go and get women in Texas and protect their constitutionally protected medical rights. And the way you do that is that you deputize doctors, you federalize doctors, you create through an executive order, an army of federal doctors who are going to go into Texas and protect the Constitution by giving women, by consulting women about their privacy rights and their medical history. That, by by federalizing the doctor force, that would protect those abortion providers um, from the Texas law, which, as we all, all said, it's a bounty system. Only private citizens can enforce it. Well, you know, what federal officials are protected from private civil actions by qualified immunity, which I don't like, but you know what? It's time to play hardball, right? This is not go high time. This is go time. So you send in the, 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 the doctors. Abort those kids everywhere. Jim says his name is Ellie Mistal for the nation or something like huh. that. I think I've seen him a couple of times on MSNBC, but uh, he wants to deputize an army of like, X-Men like superhero abortion doctors to go in and whack babies in the womb. This is what this is the left. They really, really hate your kids. Then they'll make up stupid arguments like, you know, we don't know when life begins. You don't know when life begins? Well, we know life begins at conception. That's not hard to figure out. But you know what the weird part about the left's argument there is? I was thinking about this this weekend. Even if the left believed what they th the left knows life begins at conception okay folks again they're not stupid they think you are stupid there's a huge difference they're trust me they're not they know life begins at conception they are not dumb they don't care they just want to kill babies that's what they want to do they don't care they don't care but even if their point was accurate and they're playing stupid and they say well we don't know when life begins right even if you were to accept that absurd premise wouldn't you want to err on the side of caution right I mean, think this through for a second regarding this Texas abortion law, that when they detect a heartbeat, you can't abort uh, and, and terminate this child's life in the womb, right? Wouldn't you want to err on the side of caution? And now, for the leftists listening, I know you need analogies because you're not that bright and you can't think things through like normal human beings. But imagine a doctor going into a room. You look at a patient and you're not sure, like, are they breathing shallow or are they dead? So you're not sure, right? You're, le you're legitimately not sure. Do you just say to the to the uh, to the nurse, hey, you know what? Send them down to the morgue, put them in a body bag. Hey, doc, we're not sure. Ah, whatever. Why waste the bed? We've got someone else there. You might as well just terminate the guy's life. Do you do that? Again, leftists, I know the clawing at the face, 
the foaming at the mouth has begun, the screaming at the sky, and the pink hats are out. I get that because you're forced to use logic. And when you're forced to use logic, you have these extinction bursts of profoundly immature, irrational behavior, screaming, foaming, yelling, pink hats. I get it because you don't do logic. And you're like, gosh, that does sound logical. Dan's right. But I don't want to do logic, so let me foam at the mouth and scream at the sky. When you're not sure when life begins, you don't terminate the life then. Just a, just a thought. Just a thought. Now, Jason Whitlock, who we've had as a guest on our radio show, has a podcast at The Blaze. He had a guest on, Delano Squires. Or Del- Delano Squires. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm saying your first name wrong. I, we're, we're booking him on our radio program because this is this thing goes on for about two minutes. I had a cut it down to a minute for the sake of the show because we got a lot to get to, but I promise you the gist of it is here. This is probably the best two-minute explanation about how much the left hates your kids in relation to the first thing we just saw on MSNBC. They want to send an army of doctors to whack kids in Texas left and right. This is how much the left hates your kids. I have not heard a better explanation in a minute or less. This is Delano Squires, hat tip to Jason Whitlock podcast on The Blaze. This is amazing. Check out every second of this. The left promotes a death culture, and I said it, and I meant it. They hate our children. That's why they want to kill them in the womb. Once they get here, they want to confuse them and indoctrinate them in schools. Once they, before they hit puberty, they want to get them hooked on uh, hormones and puberty-blocking drugs. Once, once they pass puberty, they, they encourage them to cut off healthy breast tissue in their, in their genitals, right? Even while America condemns genital mutilation in other countries, we, we subsidize it here in the name of you know, gender affirming care. They want kids to come up and they want to dismantle the nuclear family, even though they know that the nuclear family po- provides the best um, uh, life experiences and, and, and environment for children. They want to dismantle that. They promote sex work and prostitution, pornography on OnlyFans. They promote drag queen story hour at, at publicly funded libraries and even drag kids on TV. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joe got to see that earlier. He's got to cut it. Joe, right? It goes on for two. It goes yeah. on for another minute. Yeah. It's worth your time. We try to keep the clips under two minutes for, for the sake of time. We're trying to get him now as a guest on the show. Jim, you're, I know you're listening. Do we have him next week? Is he coming on next week? I'm just waiting. <laughs> Jim will text me in a second from the studio in Dallas. That about sums it up doesn't it the left really can't stand your kids i'm you know I, I'm, I'm not being silly here i'm not i just for a moment please i'm i'm proud to be a conservative jim says he's trying to get him good i'm proud to be the party of free and honest elections i'm proud to be the party that doesn't judge people exclusively by skin color but judges them by character I'm proud to be the party that supports child welfare, the betterment and prosperity of of children. I'm proud to be the anti-poverty party. I'm proud to be the liberty party. I'm proud to be the party of economic freedom. I'm proud to be the party of school choice. I know we have some terrible Republicans out there. I get it. And as I've said to you in the past, although Republicans are probably not the solution to all your problems, the cause of all your problems are most certainly the Democrats. I'm also proud to be a party associated with ideas like this that we should do everything in our power as a just society, protect the most at risk. And some of the most at risk are our young children. I'm proud to be, you should be proud too. 
I know there's a moral arc of history, and I am sure of it that we're on the right side of it. I am sure of it. And one last thing, I'm proud to be the party of life. We are not a culture of death here. The left is, not us. All right, coming up next, I want an update on this Afghanistan story with the State Department as I opened up the show with and the Biden administration just cannot stop lying. They're lying about their lies now. It's gotten that bad as they abandoned Americans behind enemy lines. It's just disturbing. All right, back to some serious news. Our State Department's lying again. They have two conflicting messages out there right now, the Biden State Department, because they can't stop lying. Messages that are conflicting obviously means one of them is a lie. That's why they're conflicting messages. On one hand, they're like, we saved everyone. We rescued people from Afghanistan. There are no hostages left by like Baghdad Bob. There are no troops in Baghdad. Remember Baghdad Bob? This Tony Blinken, our disgraced Secretary of State, is the new Baghdad Bob. He's Baghdad Tony. And like, we rescued everybody. We didn't leave anybody behind. And we're doing everything we can to get people out, except for the fact that you're not doing anything to get people out. Here's the, the crazy money ball rule again. He's a good hitter. Why doesn't he hit good? If the State Department is doing everything to get people out, then why aren't they doing anything to get people out of Afghanistan? It's just a question. Here, Fox News, breaking news yesterday. Peter Hassan. Is this the same Peter Hassan from the Daily Caller? This guy's a good reporter, so I assume. Uh, I, I don't communicate with him, but good reporter here. It's Fox News. State Department obstruction of private rescue flights from Afghanistan revealed in a leaked email. State Department, quote, will not provide an approval of charter flights from Afghanistan. Leaked email reveals. So again, the State Department, the State Department said, no, no, no. We're doing everything we can to get Americans and people who assisted us out of Afghanistan. Leaked email. Do not dare land in a foreign country. We will not approve it. What's next? Is the State Department going to blow these planes out of the sky with man pads if they take off from Afghanistan? That'll be the next breaking news. State Department approves man pad, a destruction of civilian flights leaving Afghanistan. Are these people sick? Here's the Fox exclusive. This is the re- I want you to pay attention to every bit of this. To leave Afghanistan, you have to land somewhere by plane. The left is just figuring this out today. Like, you do? Oh, my gosh. You can live on the plane. Like, the left doesn't understand that. The State Department isn't letting anybody land anywhere. Here, from the piece. The State Department refused to grant official approval for private evacuations flights from Afghanistan to land in third countries, even though the department conceded that official authorization would likely be needed for planes to land in those nations. An email Fox uh, Fox Grab shows. Furthermore, the State Department explicitly stated that charter flights, even listen to this, even those containing American citizens would not be allowed to land at DOD air bases. U.S. officials have pointed to possible security threats from landing charter planes at military bases, saying they lack the resources on the ground to fully verify flight manifests. Hold on. I need a second here. Yeah. I need to digest this because of, <laughs> yeah, well, I think you're on a phone call with like customer service <laughs> at Warby Parker or something. More on that coming up next. So just to be clear, Joe Biden has, has opened, so we have no southern border. Please, please, leftists, stop. Just stop. Stop making yourselves look silly. Please, there's no southern border. Just shut your holes. Sit in the corner. Hole, shut it. Just sit in the corner. Stop. Southern border. Please stop. It's, all I hear is Charlie Brown's teacher. Just shut up and sit down, please. There is no southern border. We've evaporated the southern border. Okay? 
People walk in the country completely unvetted. We have no idea if they're criminals, if they're not criminals, if they're terrorists, if they're not terrorists. Are they carrying drugs? Are they not carrying drugs? Are they being sex trafficked? We have no idea because we, we listen to me, we have no southern border. Anybody can walk in anytime. And yet Joe Biden, this coward chump in the White House, abandons our people behind enemy lines in ta- with the Taliban, a bunch of medieval savage murderers. They, private companies have to come in to save Americans from Joe Biden and the Taliban, from Joe Biden and the Taliban. And the Biden State Department won't let them land at a military base, despite the fact that we're letting people in the country in the southern border totally invented and housing some of them in facilities, in U.S. government facilities. And this makes sense to you. If you're a leftist, this makes sense to you. I'm just going to leave that there because you're so stupid if you believe that. There is no cracking through the halo of stupidity surrounding your stupid skull. There is nothing to crack through the halo of dumb you live in. You have no problem letting in illegal immigrants into the country, totally unvetted, housing them on government facilities anywhere, but you won't fly our own citizens out of Afghanistan to a military base. You're a mutt if you believe that, a mutt. That's what my mother used to call people when she really hated them. Mutts. Here's this... uh, Fraud, Peppermint, Jen Saki, Peppermint Patty, back again. By the way, we'll be introducing the Saki uh, Bong. Saki Bong, did you say that wrong, Dan? You mean the Saki <laughs> Bomb? No, 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 I mean the Saki Saki. Bomb later on the radio show. Yeah, yeah, that's coming later. You know, it's a, a Jim Verde special. Yeah, it's interesting. But here's Jen Saki yesterday. Again, fraud, total fake, horrible human being, a disgraced liar. Here's Peppermint. On Air Force One yesterday on the way up to Queens, New York from Washington, D.C., here's Peppermint saying, hey, no, don't worry. Those people being left behind, they're not hostages. Don't worry. They're like whatever, um, unauthorized citizens of Afghanistan. You know, they use euphemisms for everything. Here's this total freight, this disgusting administration. They make me sick. Check this out. Uh, no, that is not what we would characterize it as. Uh, those were points uh, that, that was those were comments made by a Republican congressman this weekend. So let me be very clear. We're in touch with American citizens. We're working to get them out. There are four who were able to depart over land. Uh, our Secretary of State is in Qatar right now, working on a range of options, including getting uh, flights up and operational and going. And what we have seen is that individuals who have documentation are able to depart, or that that is what we have seen. Uh, but again, uh, we don't have a great deal of understanding of every individual on these manifests. He, made, he had a good point. We're, we, you know, we watch this together. We don't like put the clips in after we listen to it with you. And he looks at me, he goes, man, they really hate Americans, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. The president, Peppermint, they really hate America. They can't stand you. They can't stand you. Everyone else from around the world, they love the Taliban, illegal immigrants, drug lords, everyone. But if you're an American citizen who served the country or is living in Afghanistan, you forget it. You're not coming out of the country. Now, this is the crazy part. So we know the Taliban are not letting the planes leave. The planes. Planes, by the way, which have people on them. Planes don't fly themselves. They're not letting the planes leave. They're not letting the people leave. So yes, they are hostages. Do not buy in for a second. I'm sure the fact checkers, because they love the Taliban too, will jump on this. You can go F yourself. I really don't care anymore about you losers. And at one bit, sorry about the language, folks, but that's how, I mean, they're mutts too. 
um, because they're propagandists. They left our people behind. They are hostages. That's what they are, hostages. So, of course, people have to run interference. Now, just remember, the Taliban aren't letting our people leave, and the U.S. State Department is making sure even if they do leave and fly off the gun, they can't land anywhere. So I don't know what they're going to do. Have them crash into the ocean? Are they going to shoot them down? That is exactly what's happening right now. Our government in cahoots with the Taliban. The Taliban's not letting them leave, and they will not let planes land. Here's this complete canoe at uh, Newsweek. I'd never heard of this guy before yesterday. Navid Jamali. This guy supposedly is associated with Newsweek. He's saying, don't worry, folks. Don't worry. It's not that people are being held hostage. It's the planes, the planes that are being held hostage, not the people. This is an actual tweet from a Navid Jamali. He says, also, the planes are being denied clearance, not the people. Yes, this is a pretty big distinction. <laughs> Holy smokes. This is what we're dealing with. If this was Donald Trump who had abandoned our people in Afghanistan behind enemy lines, hostages at gunpoint, being sighted down the barrel by a medieval child bride taking women oppressing savage, you would never hear the end of it. But we live with a bunch of mutts and losers in the media. Mutts. Mutts. People are held hostage. State Department's blocking them from getting out. Stranded them behind. Taliban has these people held behind guns. And we're playing word games. These people disgust me. Listen, I know elections ain't the answer to everything, folks. I get it. It's not going to solve all of our problems. It hasn't in the past. But my gosh, we got to get rid of these people en masse. These are disgusting, America-hating fools. They hate us. They hate us. They hate you. They hate everything about you. One more piece of bad news in Afghanistan before I, I get to this uh, spot here. The Taliban, as I predicted and said to you weeks ago, I had from a source. I got a very good source on the ground there. Remember this? Like three weeks ago, Joe, remember this story? Taliban got a hold of the biometric database. Yeah. Well, here you go. AP finally caught on September 8th. You're a little late, AP. We broke this story. Frank Bajic or Bajak or whatever. Uh, we, 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 so I better leave that out. Frank, sorry. This is, this reminded me of something. U.S. built databases, a potential tool of Taliban repression. Gee, you think, Frank? Here's the AP article talking about we discussed three weeks ago. Probably waiting for the whole thing to calm down. Now they talk about it now. The United States built to spend hundreds of millions on a biometric database for the Afghan people. But in the Taliban's lightning seizure of power, most of that digital apparatus, including biometrics, fell into Taliban hands. You think? Again, we only talked about this three weeks ago. I don't know, maybe more. My source was very specific that they now have, what, retinal scans, fingerprints of Afghans who worked for the U.S. government. They'll all be dead soon, too. But the uh, Biden administration doesn't give a damn. Not one bit. All right, let me get to this. And then more madness on coronavirus. The media reporting, again, I can't emphasize to you enough. Please ignore these people. They have become well streams of misinformation. Seek your truth here and other podcasts and other media outlets that have a reputation for honesty and decency. Please. <clears throat> More ivermectin madness. As we've said over the past few weeks, and we'll say again, there are only two approved media, out, uh, media narratives on coronavirus. Put on the double mask, Garuski, take the vaccine. Anything else is to be suppressed 
at the expense of the media's dignity immediately. I mean, you're not allowed. You are forbidden. You know, I was, I'm always candid with you, and I was yesterday during the podcast. I'm not sure what the motive is here for the media. Is it all an anti-Trump thing? Well, Trumpers have decided that they want to look into ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or vitamin D plus zinc plus quercetin plus vitamin C. They want to look at these things so they should die. Is it just that? It could be. I'm, 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 I'm genuine here. I don't, I don't know. Is it a money thing? Are there lobbyists paying people and Twitter bots to call ivermectin horse paste? I don't know. Is it a combination? It may be. But I know this. You're allowed to talk about two things, the vaccine and mask mandates only. Anything else, the media will go after you, even at the expense of their own dignity. Of course, they don't have any left. Here's the latest ivermectin madness story. So apparently AP, the Associated Press, reported a little while ago that 70% of their calls to a Mississippi poison control center were about ingestion of ivermectin. That, folks, that's a lot. That's huge. SFG covered this story. Oh, correction. Oh, there it is again. Correction, virus outbreak, Mississippi story. That's just really crazy. They cover in this SF gate story that, yeah, the AP, 70% of calls to a Mississippi poison control center. People who were the horse pasters. Joe, the horse pasters are back. Eating the horse paste. Everybody's dying. Passing out everywhere. Overflowing in Oklahoma hospitals. Hmm. Overflowing so much. Oklahoma hospitals. They found their way to Mississippi poison control. Amazing. The horse pasters are just eating up the horse paste everywhere. <laughs> well, what's the problem with the horse paster story in Mississippi? Just like yesterday's story about the horse pasters in Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, it's not actually true. Here is a doctor, Paul Byers, who I uh, scroll down a little bit. What's his job again? He is the state epidemiologist for Mississippi. Wow. That might be a guy who knows a little something about epidemiology in Mississippi. So here's Paul Byers. My reading, he was kind enough to highlight that. What is it? I'm kidding. You don't have to scroll. I can read that. I'm just messing. He's like scrolling in because he thinks I care. I have like X-Men like weirdo eyesight. I can't hear anything. I've got the worst joints ever. I can see anything. I'm serious. It's the only thing I can do right. So this is weird. Paul Byers says, wait, no hospitalizations due to ivermectin toxicity have been directly reported to the Mississippi Poison Control Center? <laughs> nay, nay. Mississippi <laughs> State Department. <laughs> What did he say? <laughs> nay, nay. What? What? Is, wait. What, <laughs> say that again. I missed that. Nay, nay, nay. Like the horses. Nay. Oh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm like deaf. You know, I'm, I can't hear anything anymore. You're a guitar. I can barely hear anything. No, no hospitalizations. None. No, nay. nay. <laughs> no hospitalization. Zero. Zero. Not seventy percent. None. Zero. Folks, again, I'm. Be serious here for a second. Please. We have been proven, not just us. This is not a celebratory pat on the back. Hey, look at me. That stuff is a waste of time. Self-praise stinks. But I just never want you to think you're wasting your time here. Everything we have predicted over the past six months, a coronavirus, Afghanistan over the past few weeks, everything has sadly come true. I warned you about this. Dump these people immediately. They are not honest brokers. Here's AP back again, telling you again, AP seems to catch on late to this stuff. The Taliban story about biometrics, a little late on this too. 
Remember we had, uh, was it Steve Dace on the radio show a couple of weeks ago and then Phil Kirpin. And we were talking about how kids were appearing in the hospital a lot. And the leftist narrative, again, the media narrative, AP's just catching on to this September 6th, just now. The media narrative back then was what, guys? You remember? My gosh, kids are going to the hospital, coronavirus, they're dying everywhere. Are they taking horse paste? Remember that? And we had Steve Dace and Phil Kirpin on, two now experts in uh, coronavirus. They are. I trust them more than I trust any of these other idiots because their information, unlike the other idiots, Fauci and others, is actually correct most of the time, if not all the time lately. So they said, yes, children are showing up in the hospital, but they're showing up in the hospital with coronavirus, not because of coronavirus, because we had kids isolated at home and their immune systems weren't trained what was happening. Their immune systems were picking up other respiratory viruses they were getting very sick from because their immune systems weren't trained because you kept them in quarantine, you idiots. AP, September 6th, they finally are catching on. Doctors seeing a growing number of respiratory diseases. Kids, dig, 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 dig. Good job, AP. Welcome to the party, fellas. You're a little late on the Taliban biometric story, too, when you're not reporting on horse pasters in Mississippi. Good job, AP. Finally coming around to recognizing what we told you a month ago, that these kids in the hospital, most of them are not there because of coronavirus. They're there with coronavirus. From the peace. The disease, called RSV, is common in kids and usually results in mild symptoms. That's if your immune system is trained. But it can be severe in infants and older kids, and I'll add, especially when you put them in quarantine like morons. Here, University of Wisconsin health pediatrician Greg Demuri told Wisconsin Public Radio that some children are getting both illnesses at once. You think, Craig? Which can extend recovery time and make it harder to diagnose what is wrong. For those of you listening at home, you're like, what is he doing? What is that sound? That's me rolling around in my chair. Uh, this is why I told you in the beginning, I want you to be optimistic. I'm telling you, there is going to be an American renaissance soon. There is no way, there is no way 30, 40% of America can remain this stupid for this long. Everything we've told them is correct. And these people continue to get humiliated. I'm starting to believe outside of the real lunatics, the Joy Reeds, the George Costanza from CNN, Brian Stelter, the coffee boy, outside of those losers, I'm really starting to believe we are going to see a mass political shift in this country. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding, folks, or else we don't deserve to keep going as a country. If we are really this stupid, every single thing the media tells these people is wrong. The PP hoax, the collusion hoax, the Wuhan lab leak is a conspiracy theory. People are ODing on horse paste. Biden didn't leave people behind in Afghanistan. Uh, people are calling in a call center to report ivermectin overdose. Uh, ch children are winding up in the hospital because of coronavirus. Every one of those things is fake. How long are you going to let this continue before you're like, my gosh, is anyone going to tell me the truth? Are you this stupid? Are you? I, I can't believe you're this dumb. I don't, I don't accept it. Maybe you are. I don't accept it. Nothing these people tell you is true. Hey, just quick on this story. I, I know it's not a huge talker. Believe me. I get it. 
in the in the showbiz, uh, showbiz radio, the, what do you call it? content production biz, terrestrial radio. I'm talking. Oh, it's a hot talker. I, mean, I get it. I, I get it. I understand fully that this doesn't bake your bagels a lot. The whole school choice issue. But it bakes my bagels, folks, because the only reason I'm here speaking to you in coherent sentences is because I was a product of de facto school choice. It means a lot to me. Our young minority students in struggling school districts are being left behind. William McGurn has an amazing piece in the Wall Street Journal, The Real Structural Racism. He says, is it okay that black eighth graders aren't proficient in math and reading? I want you to look at this. So the nation's report card, the NAEP, Scores just came out, National Assessment for Educational Progress. They break down performance by school district. Well, they broke down performances in urban school districts that are largely minority. Listen to this. Of the 27 U.S. urban school districts that reported their results for 2019 from Boston and Chicago to Fort Worth and Los Angeles, not a single one can say a majority of the black eighth graders in their care are proficient in either math or reading. Folks, I'm sorry. I said to you before, I'm proud to be the party of life, of liberty, free and fair elections. I'm proud of that. I mean it. I'm also proud to be on the side of these minority families that have no shot. I don't want to hear another word from the Democrats about disparate impact or systemic racism. Not a word. Sit in the corner and shut your mouth until you decide you want to help these kids in our failing public schools and give them a shot at the prosperity you and I have. Until you're willing to address that, shut your mouth. I don't want to hear a word from you. You're a fake and a fraud. You have destroyed these kids' lives, and you are a hardcore racist. Because they are black, you don't care. You know what the highest math proficiency score was in an urban school district? For eighth graders who are black, 24% Charlotte. You know what the highest for reading was? 20% in Boston. Think about that. In the entire country, the best black school district, largely black school districts could do, the best they could do is Charlotte, where three out of four people can't do math at grade level. And Boston, where four out of five can't read at grade level. Be proud you're on the right side of this issue. And know that the other side's not wrong. They're evil. They're condemning these kids to a life of poverty. Know that. Chin up, chest out. You are on the right side of this. There is a moral arc to history. I promise you're on the right side of it. All right. Two pages today. Doing good on time. All right. I want to play this because it's another example, again, going back to the beginning of the show, how the left really hates your kids. They can't say anything. And uh, it's also an example of the grift, like Nardini, Jami, uh, yesterday we spoke about how there's a um, growing class of grifters out there that all they do is they change their political position or do whatever so they can cash donor checks or get a paycheck from a media company. One of the legendary grifters is Nicole Wallace. Nicole Wallace took money for years from Republican causes and Republican candidates because she's a grifter. That's what probably motivates Nicole Wallace to do anything. So being a grifter, when she saw she could make more money by being a Benedict Arnold to the Republican Party and go and being a Democrat, that's what Nicole Wallace did on MSNBC because she's a grifter. Why is she not top three in the dopey media talking head Olympics? She's working her way up. 
Um, but it's really tough to dislodge, you know, Joy Reid and Brian Stelter and Chuck Todd. But Nicole's making a move. Gee, can we get a training photo of her soon? Because she's training hard. She may, you know, she may push Chuck Todd out if we don't see anything dumb from Chuck Todd. But this segment here should remind you of Michael Anton. Michael Anton will be a guest on my radio show today, one of the best commentators out there. Michael Anton calls this the smells exhortation. Remember Judge Smith? Gee, do you have that? Can we go out of order a little bit? I want a hamburger. No, a cheeseburger. I want a hot dog. I want a milkshake. I want potatoes. You'll get nothing and like it. Remember Judge Smales from Caddyshack? You'll get nothing. Nothing and like it. Well, Michael Anton calls what the Democrats do, what Nicole Wallace does here, the grifter. Um, The Smales exhortation. You'll get nothing and you'll like it. In other words, the Democrats claim to love democracy just like they claim to love kids and education. All of that, of course, is a lie. They claim to love democracy until people practice democracy, vote in people like Greg Abbott and the Texas legislature who vote to save human lives in the womb. And then they say they hate democracy and they want to overturn it and they want it investigated. You'll get nothing and you'll like it. Here's legendary grifter Nicole Wallace talking about exactly that. She wants investigations of the Supreme Court and you dreaded pro-life people she took money from for years. Check this out. Well, obviously, I'm acutely aware of my complicity in the current state of the United States Supreme Court. Um, that said, I have voted straight party line Democratic ticket since 2016. And my only hope, my only wish is that they freaking win, that they win elections. And what I don't understand is the Republicans have revealed themselves over and over and over and over and over again. And if you want to know how radical today's GOP is, it's so radical that the man picked by my old boss, Chief Justice John Roberts, sided with the liberals on the court in the Texas abortion ban. And what Joyce just described, I don't know the legal term, but it sounds a whole lot like collusion between Republican-dominated right-wing-centric legislatures and the far-right members of the United States Supreme Court, whether it's a crime and whether it's real, Maybe Mueller will look into it. <laughs> I'm not, again, I'm not, it's just about the, the, the Texas building. I'm not laughing. I just don't know what else to do. I, you know, many of you are older listeners to my show. You've heard this story a million times, but I can't give blood. I can't. It freaks me out. Many of you have this needle phobia. I'm not pretending. I'm not trying to be a tough guy. Oh, look at me. That doesn't bother me. <laughs> you no, no, it does. I hate it. it. Drives me nuts. So whenever I have to give blood, which due to my condition is off, I got this port now, which is great. They just jam the needle right now. You don't feel anything. But here, I can't do it. I can't look at it. I do it. I do it reluctantly. And I wind up laughing. Why do you laugh? I don't know. It's this uncomfortable anxiety response I get. That's what happens here, too. Like, we have to deal with these grifters and losers. I'm aware of my complicity in the movie. You took money from Republicans who donated to candidates you worked for for years who were pro-life. You grifter loser. Give the money back. Show some principles. You're just a loser. Grifter loser. Texas Republicans won elections fair and square. Oh, are, we, are we challenging elections now? And they choose to save life in the womb. The fact that you are now a grifter who chooses to terminate life in the womb, you'll have to have your meeting with the, uh, with the Almighty one day. But just admit you're a grifter and a loser. You now want investigations. Okay. We have an update. Our Nandini uh, Jami. Nardini melted down yesterday. For those of you who missed yesterday's show, Nardini Jami is some kind of like a fact checker or something. I don't know what she is. 
But uh, Nardini does not like free speech at all. And Nardini, I'm, you know, again, I don't say this lightly or to be silly or to, again, project some faux bravado. Um, but Nardini walked right into it yesterday. She has no idea. You know, you need a couple things for action down the road, if you know what I mean. That involves, you need a couple things, legal stuff. And Nardini was too stupid to figure out what was going on yesterday. And it was like, bear trap right in there. Thank you, Nardini. So you need, you need motive there. You definitely need motive. And the good thing about Nardini, Chummy, is Nardini can't control herself. Nardini hates you and free speech so much. She has no self-control at all. Nardini, she definitely has cats, by the way. We know that. She has like six cats, and her cats don't exert any control over either. It's not like Michelle Pfeiffer and the bat thing where the cats lick her on the face. I don't think any of Nardini can't control herself. So she didn't see what was going on yesterday because she's not – see, we've been doing this a while. Nardini has it. She's not that bright. She just wants to speak at the Netroots convention or whatever. Nardini is way too stupid to figure out what you were doing. So what we're doing here. So in case you missed it, She's like a fact checker or something like that. And she prides herself in sitting in her home with her cats and getting companies to cancel their ads on conservative websites. So she reached out to a glass company called Warby Parker, which is a, some kind of eyeglass company, which I heard is going for an IPO soon. That should be interesting. So Warby Parker, she said, Warby Parker, how dare you put your ads on the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro supports life. And Warby Parker, and I'll get to these tweets in a minute, dutifully complied, yes, we will take those ads down. So I strongly recommend we continue, please, um, send the nice, respectful emails to Warby Parker, Bar Warby Parker, the glass company, tweets, telling them how we will not be buying their products now ever again. We will not forget, just like we didn't forget about other boycotts in the past. We will be telling everyone else not to buy Warby Parker glasses. Uh, please call them. I appreciate folks. You have no idea how many emails I got yesterday. When I tell you in the thousands, I'm not kidding. Matter of fact, if you, if, if Nardini Jami thinks we're making this up, because now we won't stop. We're going to do this every time to Nardini. Nardini picked the wrong fight. She has no idea what's coming. Walked right into it. She has no idea. None. She's too stupid to even see the short game, long game difference. Please. Put Warby Parker in Twitter and just look. Warby Parker did not have a good day yesterday. So uh, we shouldn't be buying their glasses at all. So Nardini yesterday, because a couple of people tweeted to Nardini Jami and said, hey, cat lady, I've just canceled my Warby Parker. Said, yes, good for you. One of them tweeted, hey, I'm going to Zenny Optical instead. So here's the tweet. So Nardini says, hey, Zenny Optical, your ads are on Revolver. Seriously, it's time to check your ads. So now she's going after Zenny Optical too. So we'll see what Zenny Optical does because we will make a national campaign out of Zenny Optical too if they decide to comply with uh, Nardini Jami, who hangs around, by the way, with a known transphobe and anti-Semite, Angelo Corazon for Media Matters. By the way, folks, you're dealing with Nardini Jami. I'm going to make sure everybody knows you're dealing with a person who celebrates transphobes and anti-Semites. I'm going to make sure everybody knows that. Warby Parker, you're the first one. You, you, you collude with a woman who colludes with anti-Semites. So here's what happened yesterday. She had a total meltdown because she wants to terminate life in the womb. And she was like, here's an Ardini Jami. 
Where is Live Intent? Apparently that's some ad company. We're watching them too. That may be next week. Where is Live Intent where their client, Warby Parker, faces abuse on Twitter? <laughs> What's going on? Live Intent's headquarters. Right so just to be clear, Warby Parker can attack pro-lifers, cancel their ads. Don't you dare fight abortion. But if you let your feelings be known to Warby Parker, they're being abused on Twitter. This is what a wuss Nardini just fake walks around chest pumping. Oh, look at me. I got your ads canceled. I said, really? We didn't even notice. <laughs> that, that, that's great, Nardini. And Nardini said to tweet that. She's like, you won't get those ads back. I guess not. We didn't even notice they were gone. But whatevs. Good job, Nardini. Have a good Do us a favor. Find every liberal company that advertises on our website. Please, Nardini, I'm begging you. And get them. Please cancel them. We don't want them. We don't. You're not doing what you think you're doing. But trust me. You have no, and you really, you're not thinking long-term because you're too stupid. You have not thought this out long-term at all, have you? At all. But keep it up. Keep it up, cat lady. Um, here's one more. Here's Nardini thanking her buddies at Warby Parker, the eyeglass company. He's going to have an IPO soon, which is really great. Nar Nardini thanks them. Thank you so much. Hard, hard. And Warby says, hi, Nardini. We really appreciate the work you do, and we will absolutely be handling this immediately. We do not condone this ad placement on the Daily Wire. That's fascinating coming from Warby Parker. I saw this blog. I don't know if it's real or not, but this is a blog article about Warby Parker. They have an IPO suit as well. Um, popular eyewear chain Warby Parker responds to backlash over racism and a blow. Oh my gosh. Someone should investigate that. Is that real? Nardini. My gosh. Nardini. You sure you want to look at that, Nardini? I thought you were all woke and all. You want to check that out? Of course, Nardini's too stupid to check that out. Real material lawsuit. Good point. Johnny Rotten. You know Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols? This oh, is a perfect yeah. time to end the show with a quote. Love yeah, it. Joe. I'm, I'm asking. Joe is like, Joe is a real musician. He has real... We need that picture of you that time in the band. And like, was that in the 70s? Yeah. Yeah. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah. Please. That's a great pick. We got to put that on the show. Joe was like a real musician, like the real deal, not like a right. fake musician. He was, <laughs> so, if you play music, you're a real musician, but Joe was the real deal. So Joe knows, nobody knows culture of music better than Joe, but Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols, who was about as, Joe, wouldn't you agree, as revolutionary as they come at yes, the time, at right? at the time, he certainly was. Yeah. Yeah. This is a quote. From John Lydon, a.k.a. Johnny Rotten, and it fits perfectly with Nardini, the communist right now. Johnny Rotten said, I never thought I'd live to see the day when the right wing would become the cool ones, giving the middle finger to the establishment, and the left wing becomes the sniveling, self-righteous twatty ones going around shaming everyone. <laughs> Amen. Yes, Johnny Rotten. Not so rotten there. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I got Michael Anton on the radio show today. We'll talk about the smells exhortation. You'll get nothing, and you'll like it. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.